Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot Jeff Harding. Jeff, how you doing today? I'm doing bass. How are you? <laughs> I can hear that. I can hear that. Yeah. You've had a a little bit of a cold that's hanging on. Yeah, it's, some it's, I mean, I don't feel bad. I feel okay. It's oh, just, that's I good. I have this wonderful deep voice right now that I should make millions of dollars on it while I still have it. <laughs> Take full advantage, huh? Right. Well, uh, with your deep wait, wait, and wait, wait, meaningful thing. voice. Just one more thing. Happy belated birthday. It was your birthday yesterday, Kyle. Well, thank you. That's nice that you noticed, and I appreciate the well wishes. Thank you. You're welcome. Now go ahead and say what you're going to say. Well, I was going to say with your with your deep and and uh, melodic and significant voice. Oh boy, we're going to play to start us off a word association game. Oh boy, that's so <laughs> with you, with you. It's always exciting, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. You I, never know. No, I just want to have one reminder slash disclaimer. Just just remember, it Jeff. Is a family show. I know. It's a family yes. show. <laughs> and I, but I just want I want to say a word and I want you to just blurt out the first thing that comes to your mind. All right, as long as it can be broadcast. Right. Well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So I just I just I, I know who I'm talking to. So I just yes. want to make sure that everything <laughs> we're all on the same page. Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. These are going to be easy. These are going to okay. be easy. Just the first thing that comes to your mind. The first right. word. Ready? Mm-hmm. Red. Roses. Oh, okay. Good. Red roses. I like that one. Here's the next one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Strong. Muscles. Okay. Very good. The next one is nose job. Okay. <laughs> Does he jump right to rhinoplasty, huh? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Here's the last one. You ready? Uh-huh. Flaxseed oil. Oh, so you actually had an association with it. That's oh, yeah, good. That's good. Oil, yeah. Yeah. So I found this article. Uh-huh. Uh, it was actually in Women's Health Magazine, but it had a lot of great information that I think is uh, applicable to, to all of us. Mm-hmm. And it was touting the... Health benefits of flaxseed. Wow! And so I thought, well, let's let's uh, talk a little bit about that today. Sure, why not? So here's the thing. I, I think you've probably noticed, maybe, maybe you have. I have at least that flaxseed has kind of become something of a new trend in uh, diets and in health and wellness. Mm-hmm. You find it everywhere in muffins, in cereal. A lot of people like to sprinkle it on top of their salads. And according to Amy Shapiro, who is a registered dietitian, and she's also the founder of Real Nutrition, uh-huh. you're starting to see it everywhere for a reason. And the reason is, is that it's pretty good for you. Now that it tastes good, it's just good for well, you. Well, it's good for you. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on the taste one way or the other. Keep Shapiro, yeah. Shapiro recommends adding a tablespoon to your diet daily. Especially, she says, for vegans and vegetarians, because those mighty little seeds contain some nutrients that can be hard to come by with a meatless diet. Wow. And that includes omega-3s and protein. In addition to that, flaxseed may boost cognition. Wow. So it could be good for your brain, good for your, good for your, uh, your, your mind health. Flaxseed is high in omega-3 fatty acids, which is uh, a plant-based source which is important for vegans, as I said before, and for mm-hmm. individuals who do not eat seafood. And uh, this is the type of fat that helps to protect the brain. So, so there you go. It's good to get that nutrient in your diet, and flaxseed is one of the ways to do that. Number two, it helps you go number two. Well, that's important, especially <laughs> when you can't go number two. Well, it is. Now, wait a minute. Who was it that gave me the disclaimer yeah. about being careful what he talked about? And look who's going potty mouth already. Hey, this is an important aspect it of is, health and wellness, is. right? Yeah, and it's something we so, should be ashamed to talk about. <laughs> so 
Flaxseed is a fantastic source of dietary fiber, which means that it'll keep your digestion regular. Yep. That helps to flush the toxins and the excess fats out of your body. Yes. It contains both soluble as well as insoluble fiber. Wow. So really, flaxseed is a powerhouse, and these types of fiber also help keep your gut microbes in a healthy balance. So lots of benefits there in your digestion system to help to uh, uh, flaxseed. Number three, it'll keep you from getting hangry. Have you, ever, have you ever felt hangry before, Jeff? You know me, Carl. You know I have. <laughs> well, we all have, right? You yeah. get hungry. You get a little irritable. Yep. Flaxseed, as I said, is a good source of protein, and it'll help you stay full and satisfied. In there fact, they have, they have found that one tablespoon of flaxseed contains two grams of protein, and when combined with all the fiber that we just talked about, it really does do a great job of keeping you full, and then you're not uh, you know, cheating on your diet and things yes. like that and keeps yes. you from getting hangry. That's very important. Number four, last week we talked about things you can eat that can help with cholesterol. Mm -hmm. Well, flaxseed is on that list. Roughly 20 to 40% of flaxseed's fiber is soluble, Mm -hmm. which forms a gel in the gut, and then that gel binds to the cholesterol in the gut, and then it removes it from circulation, so it really can help reduce cholesterol, which is a very important thing. It is, it is, yes. Number five, flaxseed protects the heart. Wow. So a the study brain and the heart. Yeah, it's it's just, this is pretty good stuff. It is. Maybe it's worth the checking it out. The, the taste. Well, actually, I've had it and it's not too bad. <laughs> so anyway, it does protect the heart. Uh, a study from the journal Hypertension found that daily linoleic acid, mm-hmm. which is a major component of flaxseed, is associated with lower systolic blood pressure as well as a reduced risk of hypertension. So experts recommend that we consume at least 1.1 grams of alpha-linolic acid daily, and one tablespoon of ground flax gives you double that amount. So there you go. So a real benefit there. Right. And then finally, number six, flax seed can aid in weight loss. There's really no magic click your heels together and find the solution to weight loss. It's a process, right? But flaxseed can help with that process thanks to the fiber content. Mm -hmm. Uh, It can help to maintain healthy blood sugar levels and ward off hunger. And therefore, it aids in your your cheating moments, you know. Your hungry factor. Yeah, fiber helps to keep you full. And the the more fiber that you have, the less uh, hungry you feel and the Mm -hmm. less often you eat. And that can help you in your New Year's resolutions of losing weight, possibly. Yep, that's right. So definitely, as you said before, Jeff, something to consider, something to think about flax. He's got a lot of good stuff it going does. for us. It does. Today's guest is Dr. Catherine Utschneider, who is a professor of high performance at Boston College and also the founder of the coaching practice Move. She's a personal coach and author, a professional speaker. Jeff, over her career, she has coached Olympic trial marathon qualifiers and multiple, multiple record breakers. And somewhere in the middle of all that, she's also found time to be an incredibly successful master's athlete on her own. Yes, she has. And has earned a myriad of accolades and medals over the past 20 years. Uh, Catherine, welcome back to the show. Kyle and Jeff, thank you. Fun to be here and to learn about flaxseed. And I'm thinking how it's also good for uh, anti-arthritis, reducing uh, inflammation of the joints. So I learned, but I learned so many things from the first part of the there show. You, there you go. So many great things going on with flaxseed. I, I, I was aware of some of the health benefits, but not aware of all of them. Like you said, I definitely learned some new things as well. And I'm, you know, strongly considering adding it to a, you know, a part of a healthy, balanced diet that I'm attempting this year. So something to consider. 
Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a good time of year for that kind of thing, right? It is. Beginning of the year. It is. It is. New Year's resolutions are abounding. I, I know we talked last week about <laughs> Jeff's New Year's resolution, but he's 100%. I'm 100% every year. Because he always resolves never to resolve. There you go. And he's right. been able he's been and, able to stick with it. Happy birthday, Kyle! Sorry. <laughs> well, happy thank birthday. you, thank you, Kathy. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, being the being in the beginning of the year, yes. and uh, as as I mentioned, Kathy, you've been on the show before, and we've been talking with mm-hmm. you over the last uh, couple of months about goal setting and how to really achieve the things that we're trying to achieve in our health and wellness, in particular, but in any area of our life. We're going to jump back into that topic again. Uh, that's kind of uh, a, an area of expertise that you have. And uh, let's let's just talk about it. What what do we need to do? How are we going to make these New Year's resolutions stick? And how are we going to have the success that we're looking for? Well, you know, one of the themes we thought of for, for today's talk was enjoying the journey to goal achievement, obstacles and all. And, and here you have all these listeners who are looking forward to October 2019, right? Right. Which is a while away. And a lot's going to happen, but thinking forward helps. So I have a few points people can take note of, and the first one is the largest point, the, the vision, the point about vision. Yeah. And that is make their uh, thoughts about uh, the Huntsman Games. Turn it in not just to an athletic goal, but give it a name. Think of it as having a great mission to... Uh, make themselves to help them be the best they can ever be. So, uh, so kind turning, of, kind of like a a, yeah. a quest or a mission or a journey that you're on, right? Yes. And what do I mean by a quest? Make it sort of almost a personal epic. Make it heroic for yourself. You don't share that with anybody. You might share it with your, you know, one other person. Sure. But if you say something, athletes, beginners to Olympians who say to themselves something like. Uh, this is going to be my Olympics, or they they give it a name, 2019 personal best in soccer, badminton, volleyball, running, one of the many sports that you offer. Right. If if they give it a name like 2019 personal best and, and they put it somewhere, or 2019 and never better, research has shown that that, helps people overcome obstacles. I have a few supporting examples of some interesting quotes for people in books, if okay. you're interested. Yeah. Um, are you, is either of you familiar with Steve Magnus and Brad Stolberg's book, Peak Performance? I, I have uh, you may have seen, seen it. I haven't books, read it, yeah. They and many people like uh, Tim Noakes, who wrote the, the Lore of Running, Dr. Tim Noakes, or Victor Stretcher, who's a professor of public health at the University of Michigan. They all, as other people also do, say that if we turn something into a our own personal a quest, a, a vision for our event that's larger than ourselves, that's on the largest scale we can think of, with a name at, at like 2019 personal best, right. or this is my personal Olympics, what happens is Stolberg and Magnus say a whole new realm of possibilities emerge. We overcome the fears, anxieties, and protective mechanisms 
that so often hold us back from achieving major breakthroughs. Uh, Victor Stretcher, the professor of public health at the University of Michigan, who talks about life on purpose and how living for what matters, if we identify what, what is our major motivation and giving it a name changes everything. I like that concept. Uh, I really do. Thing. Kind of personalizes it. Do personalizes you? it, doesn't it? Yeah. Makes it personal. It, and, and it really helps us minimize the little things that happen. I mean, you get injured, you get sick, someone else in your family does, something happens at work. But if you are, if you have words for your personal mission, it, it helps, it minimizes the pains and the obstacles. Which are going to be a part of it, right? We know that that's going to be a part of it. So anything that we can do to help minimize or overcome those obstacles, I, I think it's worth trying. And I, I like that concept really. Like Jeff said, it, it, it personalizes it. It kind of crystallizes it. And, you know, words have power. Words have power. So so I, I love that concept of, of naming your quest. You're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and we're visiting with Dr. Kathy Utschneider. We're talking a little bit about goal setting and ways that we can achieve the kind of life that we're all striving for, the active life, how we can reach those goals, especially being the new year. Uh, many of us have set resolutions and, uh, you know, if, if any previous year is an indicator, it's hard to keep those new year's yes, resolutions, it is. Yes, it is. but naming and, and, and making your resolutions or your journey, a, a personal quest is one tactic that can be applied, and research is, is, is showing us, Kathy, that, uh, that that helps people be successful. Absolutely, and to your point, building on the, the obstacles piece, uh, anticipating obstacles helps. In fact, not only anticipating obstacles, but also embracing obstacles. Hmm. Just finished a study with Thirty with forty-three Boston College rowers, women rowers, okay. divided them into two groups. Half of them, they all were trying to improve their rowing time over a six-kilometer distance. Okay. Half of them were asked; they all set goals, but half of them were asked to anticipate obstacles to their goals. The other half were not; didn't even consider it. And those who were asked to anticipate goals were also asked to. Think and to, uh, think of strategies to deal with the obstacles. The findings were that those who anticipated obstacles and strategies to overcome them improved their time significantly more than those who did not anticipate obstacles. So let me really, just, let me just ask you a question now. Are you mm-hmm. saying you anticipate obstacles? Are you, are you thinking of specific ones, or is it just the fact that there will be uh, obstacles there? So. Yeah, when you anticipate obstacles, Good you say, question. so, I mean, that's what I was wondering when I heard you say that. Is it specific ones or just general that they'd be there? Uh, excellent question. They were, they, they were asked uh, do, uh, for specific obstacles. What were the obstacles? Do you anticipate obstacles? If so, what are they? Are they mental fatigue? Are they physical fatigue? Are they uh, feeling overwhelmed with schoolwork? Are they getting sick? And so forth. And actually, we haven't even finished processing the results because we're just, I'm working with a student right now. We're collating the, the results. We do know, though, right now, 
that those who anticipated obstacles and strategies to overcome them improved significantly more than those who didn't. So I thought that was interesting. And on the point of that, not only anticipating obstacles and addressing uh, strategies to overcome them is important, but also, therefore, it's important for all of you who are training for the, the Huntsman Games to build in extra time for goal achievement so that if you're, okay, Huntsman Games, October, right? And build in six-week or four- to six-week increments, whatever works for you, but set goals, short-term goals of four to six weeks, and then evaluate how you did and say, hmm, what worked, what didn't work, and then do that again, and then do that again, and do that again. And if you do it with a friend, with someone else, not only do you enjoy it more, but your, the chances of, of success or being as good as you can be are higher than ever. I was just uh, teaching last, um, last week about the American Society of Training and Development, and they did a study on accountability. They found that if you have another person with whom you commit to about specific goals that you have, short-term goals, your chances of success increases by up to 95% over those who don't do that. 95%? 95%. Wow, that's, that's massive. That's very remarkable. I think so. And what was interesting also is they asked, they did a study with those who uh, have just committed to another person about general, not specific goals. That helped too in goal achievement, but only by 65%. That is, most, it's most important. People can be the most successful, all you athletes out there, if you have a partner and you commit to someone, to that person um, with very specific goals. I mean, they can be very small goals, like, because small goals matter. I'm going to drink water. I'm going to drink, you know, eight glasses of water a day, or I'm going to remember to stretch, or I'm going to practice this serve in tennis, or this uh, this uh, putt in golf. So very specific, small goals. So let Tracked me let me ask you this, Kathy. Weekly with a partner. Yeah, sure. Is is it important that both partners are working on the same goal, or can you both be working on different goals simultaneously and still have that that high level of success? You have a great question, <laughs> uh, as always. So I found so far, you do not need someone to have the same goal. In fact, it's often better if you don't. I've had um, a tennis player work with a golfer. A runner worked with a swimmer. A volleyball player working with a soccer player. Uh, don't need the single. Okay. It's just the idea of checking in and accountability and working together, holding each other accountable. Man, 95% success rate or, or improvement. Kathy, that is huge. That is definitely worth looking at and getting a partner to help you achieve your goals, isn't it? Right. And it. it it so is, and one of the, the most challenging pieces, really, is to get your partner and you to say, all right, no matter what, you know, on Thursday at 6 o'clock p.m., if that's the time you pick, you and I are committing to talking 
at this time. We're only going to talk. You don't have to talk for long. You can make it like 10 minutes, five minutes and five minutes. But you have to commit to that and no excuses, barring emergencies. Right. This method, the buddy system, which is part of the move goal achievement method, it's very flexible, but that is an essential part of it. People who've used that method uh, have found it uh, so powerful that even when people are older in a sport like running or swimming or cycling, and they have absolute times of you know covering, say, a 5K in running, for example, even though they're older, if they're working with a buddy for the first time, I found people 10 years older, even 15 years older, can have their fastest events because they have the, they're reserving the time, the mental time, and not just the physical training time, to put everything in context. Well, and that that to me, that's the thing that stands out with what you're just talking about here. Like, I've I've certainly heard many many times that you work out with a partner, and there's the social aspect and stuff. And I, I get that. I I see that. I understand that. That makes sense to me. Personally, myself, I just prefer to work out alone. You know, I, I know there are some benefits to it, but I prefer to work out alone. So usually when I hear those things, I think that that probably works for a lot of people, but it's maybe not my thing. But what you're describing, what you're talking about, I, I love that idea because we don't have to go run together or we don't have to go lift weights together, but we're still checking in and that shared accountability is what you know helps helps drive that motivation i it, it feels like and then wow what what a an incredible percentage of improvement that people can experience i really like what you're talking about here and i can see how that could really benefit a lot of people i completely agree with you i like working out by myself too i, I have a group of uh, runners and uh, bikers and swimmers coming this weekend to get together they're going to train and we don't do this very often, periodically, but they also want to talk about their lives, the logistics of training, how it, they want life balance and their minds. People do want to, as they listen to this radio show, they, they want to talk about what they're experiencing and it helps their physical training. I love it. Makes I love sense? it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely makes sense. Believe it or not, we are running short on time. But uh, you've you've uh, talked in in your your research you found in your research in the Move program uh, about a concept that I want you to just touch on really briefly and I, and I love this concept and that is to plan a celebration today for the end of your journey plan a celebration for what you're going to do when you reach that goal talk just for maybe a minute and a half about the importance of that great so important. Uh, Celebrating the end of a, uh, a major achievement, first of all, what does it mean? It means looking back and saying, what happened? Not only what was my result, but what was my experience? We all want experiences. And we all want to share that experience with others. It really has meaning when we're ex- putting words to describe what happened and sharing it with others. And hearing their thoughts. Celebrating the experience brings our own achievement into, uh, so we own it. It brings it into a community. It brings definition. It brings the last chapter to the book. 
so that then you can put that down, you can rest a little bit, you can turn your attention to other things. It helps us punctuate our lives. Then we can go ahead after a little break of just turning our attention to maybe other kinds of exercise, other kinds of training, uh, and then we are then we are able to pull out another book, pull out another chapter. It's just as essential to train and to celebrate as it is to recover. And that celebration is the moment that give, lets us define the experience um, in our minds, lets, lets us have perspective on something that we wouldn't otherwise have. At the end of the year, which just happened, all of my athletes and clients look at what they did in the past year. Not one of them was not surprised by what he or she achieved. Awesome. And that's the importance Whoa. of celebration. Yep, awesome. Is. Powerful, powerful tool for sure. Kathy, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, and thank thanks you for so sharing much. your expertise with us. Thank you so much. I always enjoy talking. Wonderful. Jeff, as you know, the new year is here. Yes, it is. I want to share a couple of important dates that are coming up for the new year, and one that's already passed, actually. Right, January 1st is the day that team registration opens, so registration yeah. is open for teams. Now is the time to get your team registered. March 1st is the time when athlete registration opens. Mm-hmm. And then the big dates that I want to focus on, the 2019 Huntsman World Senior Games will take place October 7th through the 19th. And as we said earlier, it seemed like a ways off, but it's going to be here soon, so oh, get boy, ready boy. for it. I want to share an inspirational quote with you today, Jeff, from okay. our friends at Nike. Well, can't get any better than Nike, can it? Just do it. Just do it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone. Bye.